Welcome to the Random Rolls Podcast, where filthy crew of animals get together and try to play tabletop RPGs together. Every month or so, we'll showcase a different tabletop RPG, a homebrew idea, module, or a one-shot that, uh, that's happened to find a hook in our little butts. Uh, speaking of butts, this podcast is shamelessly no-holds-bar adults only, and very likely to end up with immature 12-year-old but fart and dick jokes. Um, so Exclusive. just uh, just be aware of that. <laughs> uh, we're all consenting peoples here and playing make-believe games where anything can happen. So uh, if we don't sound like your cup of tea, just turn back. Or uh, if you like our tea, uh, keep on keep on drinking it. Enjoy. We're gonna keep on um, brewing it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anywho, uh, I'll let uh, I'll let the GM take over. Dylan. Hey everybody, uh, I'm gonna try that again. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's going on, guys? Um, my name is Dylan. I am super excited to be running this uh, random rolls. This is gonna be our first our first little drop of this. Um, I have been playing tabletop games with Robert for a little while now. Uh, he, I don't know that he introduced himself, but he was the one you were listening to right before you're listening to me. Um, and then I'm also very excited to be playing with Randy for the first time. Hey, finally getting him in on the game. Um, so the game that we are going to be playing is, I'm going to pronounce it Mork Borg. You could pronounce it Merk Bori. There's, uh, uh, probably a few other ways that people have pronounced this game over, over its lifespan, but, um, we're going to call it Mork Borg. It is published by, uh, Stockholm Cartel and Occult Game Gamester. Uh, it's all Swedish, so it's hard to say. Uh, but Pell Nilsson is the uh, author of this game. A few years old, but I've been excited to play this for a while. The, the book is disgusting and beautiful at the same time. Um, <laughs> seriously, just Google Morkborg, M-O-R-K-B-O-R-G. And then just look at look at the the art. It's a graphic design masterpiece and nightmare at the same time. Um, I'm very excited to finally be doing something with this. I've had this book on my shelf, and my wife gives me crap for it. I take it off the shelf and then just look through it for an hour and put it back on the shelf uh, every <laughs> couple of weeks just to look at the pictures and and everything. Like I said, it, it is it's truly a wonder to behold. So if you if you haven't even like if you I'm sure you've seen it if you're into any of this kind of thing it is a bright yellow and black book um and it's like I said just disgustingly beautiful so and yeah, now you can tell Laura look look I'm playing exactly I'm, playing exactly. I'm finally doing it she, <laughs> she I did tell her remember I'm playing tonight and she said finally don't have <laughs> yeah, to you can, awesome. you can put that book somewhere else now uh, it's not on the bedside <laughs> table she doesn't have to look at it. it's it's horrible horribleness anymore Sorry, there's a cat in the litter box. I didn't know if it was what was going on. Pretty sure he's pooping. Probably. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. The cat so... pooped to the game. <laughs> you said it was you disgusting. Like yeah. Um, so tonight we're gonna. Uh, I would love to to kind of just jump into character creation. Um, but before that, uh, Randy, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about your gaming experience. Uh, introduce yourself a little bit as. Robert and I have kind of been on Death Dreams for a little bit, but I, um, so people might have heard our voices from that. But if you want to just give a little run through of yourself, and then we can go jump over to Robert a little bit as well. Mm. Who are you? Uh, how, how many games have you played? Who is your uh, daddy? daddy do? What does he do? Who's your dad? Who's your daddy? And what does I don't do? know my daddy or what he does, but oh, he did something good because he made me. There you go. There you go. And, uh, Turned it around. Also known as George Spelvin on a couple of tracks. That is oh, yeah, correct. Right. Yeah, so I, I've been on <laughs> Death Dreams a little bit. You have. Uh, My apologies. So I've primarily played 5th edition and some home brews and uh, kind of amateur board game creator. I just love games of all types. Video game, board game, tabletop. And uh, when Robert asked me to be involved, I was like, yes. I will be involved. And uh yeah. That's why I'm here. Excited. 
have no idea Hell what yeah. we're about to do, but I'm excited. We're <laughs> entering the the darkness. Yes. We're entering darkness's butthole. I am eagerly <laughs> entering the butthole. <laughs> <laughs> no headlamp. It's gonna get no don't eat it. No. Just feel around. Exactly. You know? It's all reach for the walls. All other senses, but <laughs> but uh, but sight. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, I got you. Didn't I kind of reinvig? I reawoken the the magic player in you as well, didn't oh, I? Oh yeah, that's true. As soon as I saw that you guys were playing <laughs> Magic: The Gathering, I was like, let me dust off the thousands <laughs> of cards I own. Yeah. I am an enabler. <laughs> I've already. Yeah. I donated uh, all my cards to to ch- a charity named Josh a long time ago, and he is. <laughs> that sounded mean. It didn't mean to sound mean. Um. <laughs> He's not a He's charity, a charity but I, I gave him all of my magic cards. <laughs> um, but I wish I still had some so that I could pull them off the shelf and look at them every week and make my wife feel sorry for me. <laughs> you can uh, you can pre-order the Warhammer 40k magic uh, uh, fucking baby that they're putting out. They're making four commander wow, decks based on the Warhammer 40k universe with the magic rule set. That does sound really cool. Didn't dope. they just make a, a so D&D tight. combo too? Yeah, that's been going on for a few sets mm, now. Yeah, um, they had a, 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 a Commander one, Baldur's, uh, something Baldur's Gate. They did two of those. And then um, the Forgotten Realms, like full full set. I don't know. I don't know Magic that well either, to be honest. Only recently started playing. Yeah, all my knowledge is outdated. I, I guess I'll, I'll talk about myself now if you're, if you're done, Randy. That's me, in a nutshell. Nice. Speaking of nutshells, I'm Robert, and I'm about the size of a nut, and am just as nutty. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, uh, this is another uh, harebrained project of mine, because I, I feel like I need to do more things outside of my very busy uh, life. Uh, haven't I just recently had a kid? Not recently. He's about to turn one. Oh, shit. Recent enough. Still, still pretty recent. Recent enough, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah i've been playing tabletop role-playing games since i was like 16 started with third edition stuck to primarily fantasy role-playing games D pathfinder pathfinder second edition poked around in a few other tabletop rpgs but then uh, only recently i'm starting to kind of explore more tabletop rpgs and my shelf is starting to fill up as well which is why another reason why i started this project random rolls so i can you know, crack open those books and actually play them. And I kind of like like this format of, you know, either one of us or, you know, we might have some guests or cameos from other people that might jump into the games as players or even run us through games, making characters or showing up with characters pre-made, uh, kind of up to whoever the showrunner is going to be at that time. Yeah, I'm very excited to play Mork Borg. It's right up my alley. I'm a fucking metalhead at heart, and uh, I'm, I'm ready for some disgusting, dark fantasy role-playing. You guys keep using the word disgusting. I'm quite interested. In I think we're what that really we're hyping means. up the gore. I don't. It might not be as gory as that, but it is. Uh, I mean, on the back of the book, I'm gonna. I'll I'll read some some bits here. But the the little, the main blurb about this game is a doom metal album of a game. A spike spiked flail to the face. Rules light, heavy everything else. That's what you see the majority of the time you see this book. So, I mean. It's a, a pretty good it's a spiked flail to the face. That sounds pretty epic. Yeah. That sounds like it would hurt. Yes. Yeah, but like I said, this, <laughs> this, this book pain. is just insane. So, um, yeah, I, I'm going to maybe just read another little bit um, to try and get the uh, creative juices flowing as we move into character creation, which is what we're going to cover today. Before I read a little bit more of this book, though, I do want to just say um, they have the rule book that we've been obviously talking up about being beautifully disgusting. Um, but if you go to the Morkboard website, they have all kinds of other resources for you there. You can actually get a bare bones version of the game, which is pretty much just black and white text, which is the exact opposite of what the actual real rule book is. But you can get all of the, the the basics out of the book, the rules, a little bit of the lore, all the characters, all that kind of stuff. Um, it just doesn't have that graphic design element, which is really what makes this book worth twice as much as they want for it, um, in my opinion. I'm, I'm really just going to brown nose the hell out of this, clearly. So, yeah, it's all going to be about butts. 
Mork, Mork Butt. Um, we're gonna rename this this book. It's like the the magic school bus where we just shrink down and go into a bus. Goblin butts, zombie butts, skeleton butts. But if you go go onto that website, they have all kinds of resources. Their third party production is outstanding. They have so many different creators that have all come together. They actually have a Morkborg cult where they are producing third party things through the licensing. It's it's a great community. I'm so excited to finally be doing something with it. Our little adventure is actually going to be uh, a homebrew of three pamphlet uh, independently produced adventures. I'm going to kind of pull a little bit from a few of them and put them all together. Um, I'll, I'm not 100% sure on which ones will be being used, so I'm not mentioning all of them yet. But uh, by episode two, when we actually start everything, I will be providing those information. So you can go out and take a look yourself and see what we've used for this. Um, but again, very excited to be finally using all of these things that I've been collecting to one day finally run. And here we finally are. Here we are. Yes. Hell yeah. So, <laughs> first little bit here in the book is, starts off, the wind from the west, from the sundered land, rot rides it and the stench of blood. Cursed walker, will you travel there to the valley of the unfortunate undead? Our young ones are taken by the child thief, Terragol, known for his vile crimes and of alchemy and flesh. And alchemy of flesh. I can't read. It's also, like I said, this book is, <laughs> it changes fonts. Every other, every other word's a different font. You gotta turn the book to, to read different things. Um, I've heard people liken it to uh, House of Leaves, which is a book that I've never read that I really want to. So if you have, it's borders on that. But anyway, after after me stumbling through just reading basic words out of the, the first page of the book, let's jump into creating some characters. So, Oh, yeah. Since there are only two players, I think we, and this game is notorious for murdering PCs, if you guys would like, we can, we can create a couple of characters just to have a, a backup. It'll give a little bit easier time having some, something ready to go when your character goes down in the first five minutes of the next session. Um, or they might live the whole time. Who knows? We will see. There are six classes. Get out of here, cat. <laughs> uh, we've got <laughs> six classes to choose from in the core book, and then there are four. So altogether, there are ten classes. we got six from the core book and four that are available online through morkborg.com that are technically uh, part of the cult. Uh, produced by that uh, Morpork cult. Um, so if you want, we can actually select them if you would like, or just roll for them. Roll a 1d10 and, and see what you get without having too too much knowledge of these. If, if uh, roll. what you've seen or, or haven't, maybe rolling is just the best bet. Yeah. And then we just see what you get and, and go from there. Um, yeah, they all sound fucking tight, perfect. so I'm just going to... Um, I'm going to go for rolling. <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> I can't pick. Uh, they are all named amazing things um where the hell there you are yeah so we're gonna uh run through uh bit by bit i know there it uh in the book there's a little bit different roundabout not roundabout in the book there's a different way to uh the order of operations is a little bit different than what we're going to be doing just because okay with rolling for things it's a, a little bit different than if you're just going through one at a time because it does technically say to start with your basic equipment and some other things, but I'd like to start with the classes first, just because, in my opinion, that's the most exciting bit of a of a character. Oftentimes, especially with something like this, where it's as rules light as it is. Um, another another thing on online with uh, Morkborg's website, they have a character creator that you just click, kill this character, and it makes a brand new character. It does all the stuff, just keep clicking through, and it, it generates a character for you in no time, um, just so that. When you lose, lose, like I said, nice. your character dies a couple seconds into combat, you have a new one ready to go right away. Cool. So let's see. Maybe, do we have some rolls in there? All right, Randy got a six. Uh, roll a 1d10. So, Randy, you rolled a six. That would be the occult herb master, born of the mushroom, raised in the glade, watched by the eye of the moon in a silver black pool. Sounds like it's like a druid type character. Sounds pretty bad. And then Robert with a five, the heretical priest, 
Hunted by the two-headed basilisks of the one true faith, this heretic can be found raving in ruins, traipsing endlessly down dusty roads and desecrating cathedrals by night. What a fucking creep. He's a voyeur. It seems like it. Voyeur. You say I'm a lawyer? He's a voyeuristic lawyer. lawyer. He's a oh, lawyer. lawyer. <laughs> I'm a lawyer. You're at a lawyer. <laughs> All right. Those sound good. I don't know if you guys are like, these sound dumb. I'm, I'm rolling with it. Oh, yeah. I love randomly chosen things. Perfect. Perfect. Randy, let, uh, let's roll a 1d8. This is going to see a little bit where you were raised. We didn't go through a lot of the lore, but this might. This is just going to kind of help you get a little bit of a uh, of an idea of who this character could be. So, the six. Uh, your character was probably raised in the old frozen ruins not far from Alians. So, frozen ruins? That's frozen ruin occult herb master. Frozen ruins? Is that that's my description? or what? Yeah, so that, that next little bit down below, it says probably raised in D8. Uh, a calm isolation. That, so, your six result... Um, is that the frozen ruins not far from Allianz. And that is just basically to help with any character ideas, if you want. You don't have to use that if you don't want to, frankly. I would put that in the description. Then, Robert, you got a D6. Four. Like a four. Yeah. Your unholy origins are the temple ruins in the Valley of the Unfortunate Undead. That valley is is one of the creepier nice. locations. Why are they unfortunate? They're already undead. How can they be more more unfortunate than that. I'm already dead. <laughs> yeah, the the Valley of the Unfortunate and Dead. Those without hope travel here seeking an end to pain, a golden afterlife beyond this dark and ruined world. They gather in suicide cults and the valley's few twisted trees begin to droop strange fruit from hemp and rope. It's fucked up. People, people kill themselves out there, it sounds like. Interesting. I was going to say, how do you keep your cult alive? You just keep Everyone's bringing them in. Suicide. More and more. We need more members. <laughs> hey, Bob, do you think we should maybe you know, stop killing off our members? Exactly. Come kill yourself with us. No, that's the draw. <laughs> so then, after you get your class, we're going to go and do the random equipment that all characters are going to start with on page 21 and page 22. So this is that first bit that they want you to do, but I wanted to just see what your classes were going to be. We'll come back and do a couple more after we get these first ones done. So we're going to roll a d6 and then roll a d12 twice to see what equipments you you end up with. Oh, I didn't see your... Okay. Got a six, six and eight and donkey. One. Not bad. Or one... <laughs> You've had a donkey. Nicely done. I got a fucking donkey! So you get a donkey, Robert, and eight and Donkey. One. Uh, you're also going to start uh, with a file, a metal file and lock picks. Very neat. That is neat. Uh, and then you're gonna start with one life elixir that uh, with these four doses, it's gonna heal six HP, uh, D6 oh. HP, and will remove an infection. Uh, so let's roll a D4 quick to see how many doses of elixir of life you have. Two, not bad. Two. Uh, so in your equipment, make sure you just note that there are two. It'll heal D6. Yeah. So when you actually go D6 to use HP? that, we'll roll the D6. Our cult herb master pulled out a four gotcha. six two. So he's going to start with a sack for ten normal sized items. Nice, that's good. Um your regular carrying capacity is eight regular sized items plus your strength. So with the sack that's gonna count as one normal sized item. So you can basically allows you to carry more shit. Yeah. Well, that's gonna come in handy. And all the I'm shit you're gonna be herbs. Poop. Poop stuff. Um, Alright, you also are <laughs> going to have... Sorry, what? I was just going to say poop is a great ingredient yeah. for... Uh, in in these know, dark times, lots of things, yeah. probably a very useful useful item or ingredient. Um, and then a two... Uh, oh, nice. I missed the other one. A six and a two. You're going to start also with a <clears throat> sharp needle. <laughs> doesn't say doesn't say any damage. Sure. It is just okay. a shark needle. You rub some poop on it, give somebody, uh, stab somebody with it, give them E. coli. This this enemy is going to yeah. be dead in at least four days. And then two, uh, a random sacred scroll. So, 
write that down and we will we will come back to it. So I just add them to my equipment, right? Just type in the description, hit add. Pop that in, yep, and then we will uh we'll roll on the sacred scroll table. Okay. <laughs> I say I think the donkey might be more. The donkey is it's pretty neat, I gotta be honest. Unless we need to give the donkey speed or something. Yeah, you can ride him, you can kill him and eat him. Nothing like donkey meat. Mm-hmm. All right, with that equipment, we're going to flush out the rest of your weapons and armor. Yeah, so roll. give me a roll of a D8 then, heretical priest. I have a baby in my hand. Roll the baby. <laughs> so if you hear weird noises, it's the baby. <laughs> what did you want me to roll? Yeah, the roll of the baby. <laughs> no babies were hurt in the making of this podcast. <laughs> What do you want me to roll? Sorry. 1d8. So this is where you roll your 1d8 on the weapons table. A two. A two. You, my friend, will receive a staff, which will do d4 damage. Uh, We will get to a spot where you will get silver, which you can buy other weapons or armor or whatnot with. So do not despair yet. I was really looking forward to despairing, though. (laughs) <laughs> uh, now I get to roll for should I just stick with my original roll for the armor yeah you can stick with that I got a 2 I got scale mail this heretical priest is actually like kind of badass it's almost like a, a cleric or something oh like a war cleric or uh, a paladin maybe war priest a great templar knight alright Randy let's see the same thing let's get So I'm on a cult herb master let's see what I roll for armor Probably raised in, but may also come from abilities. That sounds good to me. D6 on the weapons table and D2 on the armor table? Is that just like a coin? Yeah, basically. (laughs) Four, nice. That'll be a knife, I believe. A knife deals D4 damage. So, adding a knife. And I'm guessing that last drop down is the damage. Yep, there you go. Melee D4. Okay. Perfect. And then a D2 for your armor. Hope for a 2. Uh, you can roll a D4, and we will say 1 and 2 is a 1, 3 and 4 is a 4. 4. Nice. So that'll be a 2. You will also get light armor. Those light armors will, when you take damage, the way it works is you. I'll basically not be rolling a lot. Uh, if my uh, any creature on my end attacks, you will roll to defend. If you do not defend, you will take the damage, but your armor will then roll. You both have light armor, so you'll roll a d2 to see how much of that is actually absorbed into the armor. Uh, it's kind of interesting. There's some cool, unique mechanics. There's no uh, real ACs. It's it's all, they call them uh, DR, difficulty rolls, or difficulty rating, instead of, actually, uh, I think it's... I don't remember. <laughs> I'm so prepared to run this adventure. Uh, it is it is <laughs> tier one. No armor is tier zero. So, or just wearing a, a shirt. Yeah. So light armor says fur, padded cloth, leather, leather, etc. No shield on this room. I think you might. That might be something you can buy though. Uh, nope. Hmm. But if you pick up like if you pick up a piece of wood or something, I, I'm fine with <laughs> holding a so makeshift like- shield if you come across something. We're going to jump back to these class pages um, to take a look because they each will have a special modifier for the abilities that we're going to do now. So four, only four abilities in this game, strength, agility, presence, and toughness, which are yes. strength is obviously lifting things, uh, breaking down a door, striking with melee. Agility would be dodging or defending yourself uh, or uh, sneak attack, ranged attacks, uh jumping over a pit uh your dexterity things uh presence is is gonna be mostly like uh wisdom perception uh that kind of thing you will use it for scroll rolling um to make sure that you don't uh blow up when you use a scroll and then toughness is equates to constitution you'll get your uh your hit points based on that um any type of poisons will be used against toughness these are these are going to be three d six rolls. So we'll start with you. We'll start with you, Randy, and we're going to do the three d six. So you are tough as wood. So you're going to we're going to start with toughness because that's the first one on here. So you're going to roll three d six plus two for your toughness. 
So, 12 all together. Plus the 2. Plus 2 is 12. That is a 10 total. So that is plus 0. So in your toughness, just type in 0, and you are good to go. So 1 to 4 is minus 3. 5 to 6 is a negative 2. 7 to 8 minus 1. It goes in increments of 3. So if I'm ro- but if I'm rolling for toughness, is it- uh, yes, yes, it is a D20 system. So yes, if, if I say is it a D20? roll a toughness check, you would roll a D20 plus zero. Gotcha. At this, yes, D20 system. Probably should have said that sooner. So yeah, um, that's one of the best things about this character sheet is you just click that button and it's all integrated. Super easy to build these character sheets. It's not like when we play. Pathfinder 1E, like, dude, I'm not putting that whole character sheet into Roll20, sorry. I don't have a day to do that. Anyway, (laughs) then, uh, Randy, your character is also low in protein, so roll 3d6 minus 2 for strength. Alright, 10 again. Uh, Minus minus 2, though, is 8, so where did that go? That's going to be a minus 1 on strength. Oh. Uh Uh-oh. Not, not shaping out too strongly so far. Minus one. Yeah, you don't need much strength to pull up a dandelion from a potion. Uh, you also carry a portable laboratory, so go ahead and add that to your list of equipment. Sounds heavy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what what I mean? the fuck? I'm super weak, and I'm carrying a, an, an entire laboratory. Uh, you continually search for frequently expended ingredients. Daily, you have the materials to create two randomly determined decoctions, decoctions, and can prove uh, can brew a total of D4 doses. If unused, they lose their vitality. So, I guess you can just make shit up. <laughs> oh no, no, here they are. On the next page is a, a D8 list of decoction. <laughs> so yeah, okay. so uh, every day it sounds like each sounds day you OP. get to. Uh, Gotcha. You get to start the day with uh, two of those. So every day we will roll a D8 in the morning to see what which t- decoctions you have. Yeah, there's some interesting stuff here. Elixir Ooh, Vitalis. Do. That sounds delicious. Although it says I vomit for hours, so it's not so good to eat myself. Oh, shit. Yeah, uh, I like a Azumiel's Vapor. Pass a DR14 a toughness test or sever an arguably fun... I'm reading the normal one, and I can't even read. Severe, I'm reading the the bare bones. Severe and I can't hallucinations. Read. Yeah, so D four hours worth of hallucination. Hallucination. I took some. Yeah, I already took some of the Zoom meals. Sounds like so. I, so I'm gonna be tripping balls. So we'll we'll roll on those uh, when the time comes. But um, <laughs> so let us do your agility and presence then. So those will just be Got it. Uh, straight up 3d6 since there's no other uh, modifiers here on the character page or class page. Nice, 13 for agility, I'm assuming. Uh, you know what? You or hmm. or you mm-hmm. can or you can put it into presence you if you want. I it doesn't uh, say yeah, you yeah, have to roll them right down the line. Since there's no modifiers on these ones, we're just gonna. That'll be plus one. I'm just gonna go for it. To agility. For agility. Yeah. So, so is that uh, plus Confirm something? that. Yep, plus one. And then give me that 3d6 one more time. Another 13. So that'll be an, another plus one for toughness. Another 13. Oh, I apologize. You're right. Guys. Oh, for toughness? Oh, I thought that was for presence. Alright, let's jump. Presence. No, okay. you, you balanced gotcha. out pretty good. Not too shabby. I think you took all the luck out of the room. Robert's probably going to end up with a couple of... <laughs> hey, man. Kirsa, the, the luck of Kirsa's coming back from you. Don't you, you say that. Yes. <laughs> she did. The All right, Robert, your uh, heretical priest is going to be insightful. You get to roll 3d6 plus 2 for presence. All right. Plus 2. Presence. So that'll be a minus 1. Oh, my God. I rolled a 5. I did it. <laughs> I did it. Uh, that is so for seven. presence. So so ultimately is a, a minus 1 because of the plus 2 goes up to 7. Yeah, that's fucking lame. Fuck you, Kirsa. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, everybody's like, what the fuck are they talking about? They probably uh, already... is it, one of one of Dylan's many characters yeah. that I, I had killed in previous yeah. games. Uh, anyway, <sighs> uh, your character is also frail. So you were all... 3d6 minus 2 for strength. Yes. Nope, 10 strength total. So, 0. Not bad. Yep, awesome. that is 0. <clears throat> and then, uh... 
then... fill out the other two with just 3d6. Okay. Uh, just top down, agility, then If toughness. you want, you can move them, swap them in and out. I don't mind. Okay. All right. Roll just now. I'll just do top down. So let's do agility. Ten. Zero. Zero. And toughness. Toughness. Right. Thirteen. That's plus one. That'll be plus one, yes. Okay. I'm just going to test these rolls. <laughs> cool. Sweet. Yeah, so these, these numbers that we rolled, uh, they get immediately forgotten. They just, we just, once we get the modifiers, that's what we, that's what we will use. So we won't be referencing the total that you rolled. It will only be the modifier. Cool. You did roll a D8 on the weapons table, so that's fine. Good there. Yep. Yeah, so let's roll that D6 for this. To see okay. one of these things that you... Six. Oh, oh my God. six, six, six. You got the wrong Jesus crucifix. <laughs> the crucifix can be used in encounters with the undead as well as lesser trolls and goblins. Uh, check morale and add or subtract the priest's presence modifier to see if the creatures bow and kindly remove themselves. So morale is basically uh, <laughs> a creature has a morale rating. You will roll 2d6, and if you roll... I don't remember if it's higher or lower off the top of my head, but if you roll and you meet or exceed that, that threshold, the character will flee, basically. You become too threatening to it, and it'll run away. So this, this inverted crucifix is going to mess with some trolls and, and goblins if, if you use it properly. Too bad your presence is minus one. Minus one, yeah. But I've got some good news for you later on that might uh, might be able to sway Okay, that. Uh, so It'll be interesting, at least, you know? Um, excited. Yeah, so so far, so far, how do you think about these these little characters you're making? Got any fun ideas with them, or did we, Robert? Did we get your uh, the other little bit, your unholy origin? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah From the Valley that. of the Unfortunate Undead. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I got a name. I don't have. I'm trying to think of how this character is gonna gonna play out. Perfect. Um. I think I need to roll some more random stuff. I was just going to say, yeah, I, I, I asked a little <laughs> too early. Um, I just was curious if the little bit we've had has, has already sparked something for either of you, but uh, we're going to we're gonna roll some terrible traits, some bad habits, some troubling tales, and a few other things still. But one more boring thing, we're going to roll HP, which is going to be your toughness plus 8. But let me just double check. That is, might be the it, most important. It arguably is. <laughs> important role. <laughs> um, so, uh, actually, uh, Randy, your herb master is going to roll a toughness plus d6, but Robert, you do get the toughness plus d8. Ooh, I got max. Oh. All right, Robert, so you're going to get 10 HP. Randy, your character is going to have... All right, here we go. Oh, wait. Oh, nine. Nine, yeah, plus your toughness. I get nine HP. Yep. So you're going to get two... 2 HP. Oh, fuck. Don't worry yet. Um, okay. Yeah, you can you can literally start with 1 HP. Mm-hmm. You roll a 1, and you have negative. Uh, 1 is the lowest. You wouldn't start with 0 HP. That would just be... That would be cruel. Character starts dead. What are we playing? Traveler? Yeah, I want to so bad. Maybe yeah, uh, one travel. of these other okay. random roles we can break out Traveler. Your character's a ghost. Um, Let's do it. All right, so that's the the majority of the the meat and bones of, of the character as far as mechanics go with the classes, equipment, abilities, HP. But now the next few things we're going to touch on are all going to be uh, a little bit more on the RP side of things. So we've got terrible traits that we're going to touch on next, which is going to be on page 38. And let's get uh, 2d20 from each of you to see... What some of your your terrible traits are that your characters exhibit? You got a thirteen and an eighteen, so I am lazy and deceitful. <laughs> Interesting. Perfect. Exactly. Ruthless. Ruthless and bitter. Just like my ingredients. Sierra Nevada makes a really good ruthless rye IPA that is quite bitter. That made me think of that. So make me a ruthless rye. That might be uh, with your character down. Ooh. As as long as I will, it I will drink doesn't it. make me hallucinate for D4 hours. Like I will definitely work on that conduct. The other thing I couldn't pronounce. So where do we put these terrible traits? Uh, so these can go in just in your description. Yeah. And that, and that uh, has no mechanical bearing. It's just something to think about when you're role-playing or thinking about who these who these terrible people are that, that we're, we're rolling up right now. So something happened to my guy that made him incredibly bitter. 
and thus ruthless. Oh. I'm excited for the next table. <laughs> the, uh, the next two tables. Table. All right. So uh, <laughs> this is going to be a, a physical attribute where the other two were more personality traits. <clears throat> Broken bodies. Uh, so one more D20 from both of you, please. Oh, yeah, shit. this is this is one of the better tables <laughs> in the book. Oh, this is going to be kind of cool. Starved, font and pale. That was a five on the D twenty. If you don't, and if you don't like any of these, you want you can always. I'm not opposed to having you re-roll to see something else. Surprisingly, there have been not very many duplicates, zero duplicates actually. So, but I guess we've only got two PCs. So. Corpulent. I need my thesaurus for this table, man. I don't even know what. Oh, this guy's fucking creepy. Corpulent means that. Rab- it means that. Ravenous and you look like a pear. <laughs> your, yeah. your, your belly is almost distended. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're fucking bloated. Drooling, ravenous, bitter, ruthless. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Uh, when you said disgusting, I didn't truly understand until now. Even the characters are just... Gross. Yeah, some of these some of these other ones, just to, to read off a couple. Decaying teeth. Uh, hands caked with sores, uh, broken and crushed ears, chronic athlete's foot stinks. <laughs> like, yeah, these are so good. <laughs> That's fucked up. Oh my god! So I had to look this word up. Font. I didn't know what that meant. It apparently means like childlike, mm. in- infantile. So I'm font and pale, starved as well. Interesting. I'm just your your big hungry friend. Are we friends? Are are there friends in Morkboard? Unless we're enemies, <laughs> I don't know. We're we're together in some form or fashion. You'll be sh- you'll be sharing the road, I'm sure. But if your friends are not, that'll be up to you two. All right. Next up, we've got bad habits. Okay. So let's get uh, one more T20 from both of you. Nineteen. I whistle while trying to hide. <laughs> uh, I I deny it. I whistle. When a 5, 7, 9, 11, or 13 is rolled on a d20 for, I guess, whenever I'm trying to hide. Oh, my. Whenever. Oh, no, that's Dude, just that whenever. Whenever okay. that's, those are rolled. That's a bad habit. So <laughs> make sure that you <laughs> do that. <laughs> that's so good. Oh, uh, makes I'm excited to see that that's happening. That's so funny. So consistent, I consistently lose important items and forget vital facts. Wow. This guy does not have a whole lot going on. No, man. And he's supposed to be, like, making these decoc- decoctions every day. Like, no wonder they're so shitty. None of them work. It's like, you're a loser. <laughs> you're a loser, you're fat, and you lose things. That's awesome. You can see why he's so bitter. Now, yeah. I'm, I'm really starting to form, like, the backstory on this guy's bitter personality. And ravenous. He's losing everything, so he's, like, trying to collect things all the time. <sighs> Can't find my shit. I'm so bitter about it. <laughs> Um, and then just one more little bit of backstory that we will do here uh, is Troubling Tales. So this is kind of just a, uh, a character hook for motivation. A little bit of backstory for, for you. All right. Yeah, uh, D20. Three. I have a Ooh. rare sought-after item. Uh-oh. That's intriguing. Is this other than... Yeah, you can come up come up with whatever, you, whatever you'd like. You can oh, think okay. about that for a while if you'd like, but... Uh, let me know when you when you have it. Yeah, I'll uh, think about that. Burn or be burned is the fate I accept. I don't quite understand. It just goes back to being bitter. You can roll something else because this is just like bitter. You're bitter. You're bitter. <laughs> we get it. He's a bitter old man. <laughs> if you if All you right, just because it seems redundant because I have bitter, I'm just gonna roll. Yeah. Or just to just to see if I can get a little more flavor here. A two. I'm in massive debt. The debt is being traded to successfully more <laughs> ruthless groups, man. Yeah, this guy's uh, this guy's bitterness is coming more and more understandable. Yes. So I'm, I'm probably a gambler of some kind, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. I know that one of those right. other traits is uh, is gambling. So at least uh, you didn't roll bitter, bitter, bitter again. So I kind of like this though. It gives me some enemies. Some enemies out there. Um, and then the last thing we're going to do here is uh, purchase equipment. This is going to be kind of boring, but uh, we'll uh, maybe cut some of it out. Uh, real quick, though, we will roll to see how much uh, silver you begin with. So, uh, Randy, give me uh, 2d6 times 10. So 90, you're going to start with uh, 10 silver, uh, 90 silver. Jesus. 
Nice. 90 silver. And Robert, you're going to get 3d6 times 10. Ooh, dang. Holy shit. 140 silver. 140 silver. Uh, and then, Robert, real quick, too, give me... Uh, the omens actually change daily, but we're going to just, as we're setting up the character sheet for the first day, uh, roll a d4. And we are going to use omens, which are basically uh, obols in our other game, or like hero points if you played Pathfinder 2e. Um, Randy, you're actually going to give me a d2. But I'll, I'll say that that's oh. a, a, you don't have a d2, so you can, that two. can be a 2 on the d2. Uh, so you'll it. start with two omens. And again, those... Those omens allow you to, to do different things. So maximize damage on an attack, reroll a die, yours or someone else's, lower damage uh, dealt to you by D6, neutralize a crit or a fumble, or lower one, <coughs> test, uh, one tests DR by four. So you can make a skill easier. Uh, and That's you get cool. to reroll those each day. So Robert, you use a D4. Uh, Randy, you'll use a D2 for this character. And each morning you basically woke up, wake up and see... Uh, how many omens you you get to play with? You'll at least have one per day, but uh, could have could have a few few more depending on uh, how the fates are. Is there like an omen? Is there like an omen list? Um, on page thirty-seven, there is uh, what you can use omens for, and again, it's it's kind of I don't know if you've used any like Robert in his home games will do bottle caps or obols, um, which is basically. Uh, you get to do it's just a boon essentially so it's a it's just a mechanical piece it doesn't really have anything in like role playing wise it's just like a ah i'm in a tight spot i'm going to use one of my omens to to make sure that i hit this guy or uh yeah it's like it's meta game currency exactly <laughs> that's a great way to put it got it but it can definitely uh make or break moments for sure if your backs up against a wall to to get out of a, a sticky situation Especially with your yes. one hit point, yeah. or two, two hit points. So uh, <laughs> let's go to, with all that silver, let's go ahead. Now you guys have a little bit better idea of who these characters are, what they're capable of. Um, so let's go to page uh, 24 through 26. Feel free to go through and take a look at this equipment. Uh, you can buy another weapon if you'd like. You can buy uh, a backpack, a hammer, a grappling hook, mattress, all kinds of crap. Obviously ignore the services portion of that. But yeah, all kinds of stuff that you can buy here if you so choose. So yeah, we're probably going to cut this little bit out and then come back and say what you've purchased if you buy anything. For sure. Yeah, and yeah, if you I'll want, you can look, look at this, this later too if, if you'd rather do that. Just looking at it. Yeah, yeah it sounds that. good. What, do you, like, what does one do with a mattress? Like, carry around a mattress? Like... Yes, though. <laughs> yeah, why not? I was thinking about buying yeah, one. That's, probably, the no, well, that's, that's yeah. smart. <laughs> I guess if you gotta sleep outside, it's probably the same uh, thing as a bedroll in like a uh, standard okay. fantasy style game. Gotcha. And then like lard uh, may function as five meals. When you rest, you have to be able to eat and drink to regain hit points, or you don't. So food is technically tracked, um, but it's kind of like a once per day type of thing. So, so we should probably buy food. I would recommend you buy something when you get table. to that. So. Yeah, definitely. Hey, I could afford a small wagon, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just spending yeah, some time buying some shit with my 140 mm. silver pieces. And with a donkey, that's probably pretty helpful. Yeah, it's it's mm -hmm. weird because when you do the the things, it says donkey, not bad. But then when you go to the beasts, it's horse and mule. Like donkey's not on the the list, so you can only get a donkey there. That's why it's special. Um, <laughs> he is not a beast. Yeah, he is friendly little guy. Um, go ahead and roll a d6 for me too, Robert. This is going to be for your donkey's health. Alright, he's got 3 HP. 3. I'll mark that. 3 HP, perfect. 3 HP. Um, and then, uh, we're going to simulate your character's existence in this terrible, terrible world for a little bit. We're going, and also to, uh, to see how this character creation and advancement works we're going to get better which is on page not in my notes it is on page 33 so we're going to be getting better or worse the game master decides when a character should be improved which is going to be now because you're terrible it can be after completing a scenario <laughs> killing mighty foes or bringing home treasure so the first thing we're you're both going to do is roll 6d10 randy you're definitely going to achieve this 
Uh, if the result is equal to or greater than your maximum current HP, increase it by a D6. So you're going to get a little bit more HP right off the bat. Oh, I got 34. What was the... Uh, if it is equal to or greater than your current maximum HP, which is 2, so 34. How, was, yes, how can that not be? <laughs> exactly. That's what I was like. You're definitely going to get this. So um, then roll me a D6. Nice. Randy, to see how much more HP you gain. So four more. Did you roll... I got 13 uh, hit points now, folks. You did? Okay, perfect. So... Oh, yeah, there it is. I did, gotcha. Yeah. Perfect. Then, so that's the first portion of the quote-unquote leveling up. And then one more D6 for each of you. You're going to find some shit in the rubble. All right, Randy, your two is nothing. Robert, the, the rich get richer. You're going <laughs> to find 3D10 worth of silver. Yeah, baby. 3D10. So adds, yeah, 17 more. 17 more gold. It's, it's technically silver. It's silver. whatever currency. We so choose, frankly. Mo money, mo problems. Mo money. Uh, and then ability changes. So we're going to roll a d6 against all four of your abilities. Uh, the res- any results that are equal to or greater than the ability, increase it by one to a maximum of plus six. Okay. So abilities from negative three to plus one are always increased by one unless the d6 result is a one. So you still have to roll to see if you're not going to get a one. Right. So just roll, yeah, 4d6, or however you'd like right, to do it. I'm just going to go down the line. All right, Randy, no one. So you're going to get uh, a plus one in each of those categories. Nice. Right. All right, same, Robert. Perfect. And then same. I want to do this one more time, because I think I would love to just throw some crazy creatures at you guys. Um, so I'd like to get you a little bit oh, stronger no. <laughs> okay. for what is to come. So we're going to do this all one more time. Uh, so roll 60, 10 again. All right. This time it could... Oh, you didn't? Nope. Oh, you only rolled four. Oh, wait. Oh, no. I did. Oh, there you got it. Okay. I did. Got it. No, I, I, it just took a second. Yep. 42. So I roll a d6 and add that. And Randy looks like you got it Two. again. So roll another 15. d6. All right. Randy gets another uh, four hit points. I will check the debris for any loot. Ooh, I get a sacred scroll. Ooh, we will roll on those because I know, Randy, you still have one of those. We need to roll. We will we'll get to those after we, we finish up this getting better. And the cool thing about scrolls in this game, unlike uh, Pathfinder or D&D, I believe, I don't have D&D experience technically, so can't say for certain, but these scrolls do not disappear. You get to use them as many times as you would like unless you roll an unfortunate reading, basically, and it says your scroll blows up. Which is probably something that could happen. But yeah, in the meantime, you... Uh, so am I rolling for the debris again? Or? Yeah, so give me one more D4. Uh, excuse me, D6. Sorry. Five. Yes, something. Perfect. Unclean. So you guys are going to get some good powers out of these. Dirty. <laughs> and then, Robert, it Ooh. looks like you achieved uh, gaining another a plus one on all your skills. Sure did. Oh, God. Highest score is a three in toughness. Uh, and that'll adjust your... Uh, uh, no, never mind. It's not like Constitution. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. I, I, okay. I checked. <laughs> I still, I'm still stuck with 15 better points, than, which is I not mean, bad still, I think. Let's so. see. Uh, <laughs> did, uh, is that 5 for you, for your HP increase there, Randy? Uh, no, that was for okay, finding roll, uh, roll. Let's roll your ability changes then. So give me 4d6. And then they'll just go right down the line. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So that's two yes. times that so I've done So this will be the right? second one. It looks like you are all good. There were no ones or twos. So both of, uh, or excuse me, all of your stats are going to go up by plus one. Maxing at three, right? For now, yes. It can go higher. For now, I yeah. Can. I got a all couple right. of maxes. Let's go. God. All right, you guys are, are shaping up to be a little That's bit stronger. So cool. What's your what's your uh, HP at, Randy? Uh, ten. Ten and fifteen. Okay, that's definitely better than where you nice. started. It's still, I mean, it's it's nowhere near the uh, the HP leveling that you get out of out of other RPs uh, out of RPGs. So it's going to be definitely very interesting to see how how fucked up you get <laughs> uh, and how quickly. Um, hmm. 
All right, so, uh, Randy, you've got a unclean scroll and a sacred scroll, correct? One of each? Uh, yeah, random sacred All scroll. All right, let's and roll a d10, and this is on the next page on powers. So roll a d10 for your unclean scroll, and let's see what you get. Mm, foul psychompomp? Psychompomp? Psycho? Psychompomp? There's an M in there. Foul psychompomp? Oh, cool. You get to, it's a summoning scroll. Mm. You summon uh, either D4 skeletons or D4 zombies. That's fucking tight. That is amazing. That is so tight. Um, that is really tight. And again, tight. That is, that's a daily power. So when we go check out your... Hell yeah. I'm just going to go take a look real quick how many powers you get. So I can summon a shit ton of skeletons or zombies. Up to four skeletons or zombies. Mm-hmm. Maybe the powers are somewhere else. Probably at the very top of the powers page. Oh, it's presence plus D4 every morning. Yeah, so each day we will, uh, same thing with the omens, we'll roll a presence check, which will be uh, whatever your presence, I guess it's not a presence check because it's not a D20. Uh, but you'll roll a D4 plus presence every morning to determine how many times you can use your powers. So that is activating uh, any scrolls or any other. I don't think a poison would be a, a, a power because that's a more of a consumable, so... Yeah, it seems like the powers are just the scrolls, so... So, Randy, let's get another D10 roll for the, your Sacred Scroll. Nine. Roscoe's Consuming Glare. D4 creatures lose D8 HP each. Cool scrolls. A character named Roscoe, too. Chicken and waffles. Very nice. Those are cool scrolls. These are... Some of these are really cool. Like, uh, I think he's gonna be okay. Uh, yeah, I think th those are both very helpful scrolls, especially that... Summoning skeletons, that is so cool. I didn't know that that was a thing. So this stuff goes in equipment, right? Uh, yeah, that'll... Uh, actually, I would put that under powers. Okay, so when, before I identify the scroll, it's in equipment. Identify I think so. Just, I would put it in the power bit, just because... Um, that's how like we'll keep track of it. And then that'll give you the uh, the DR-12. It, it basically will give you the, the roll too, you know, so you get to use the power with that little button to click to roll it. And then Robert, let's see what sacred scroll, scroll you end up with here as well. Alrighty. Four. Aegis of Sorrow. Creature of my choice gains two die six extra HP for ten rounds. That's, that'll come in handy. Mm -hmm. That is, that does, it fits in with your, I think, your character that, uh, it seems very paladin-y to me, so. You kind of it kind of fits in now that... In a way, yeah. That is... I'm not playing him like a paladin at all. I got my name, and I'm starting to figure out who this I character would, is. I would hope that he is and, not. And uh, he's not a nice not. person. <laughs> um, <laughs> perfect. So that is... Uh, let's. Uh, if you've got that name, I'd love to hear the name and any, any backstory that you'd like to share now. Anything you've already got worked out that you'd like us to hear. Otherwise, uh, you can save whatever you'd like for to stew on for next week yeah, i don't have much of a, a, a backstory really but uh, uh his name is kant the squalid kant he's very kant nice. uh kind of like the philosopher but uh got it complete opposite he, he is a, a straight so he's a cunt he's gonna be a cunt to everybody so uh yeah i figured that, <laughs> exactly. that was the uh, play on word there. i was gonna yeah. say it sounds a little bit like kant. <laughs> yeah yeah kant squalid awesome um, just very dirty, unpleasant, um, lack of morals or, uh, um, self-control, lazy, and, uh, very deceitful. So, uh, maybe that's how he got so rich also. But yeah. Nice. I have a big sloppy guy named Cricket. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> His <name's> Cricket. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. That's so good. Cricket. Just, just felt right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nicely named. Nicely named. Uh, I like that. With a very bad... With a very bad gambling problem and massive debt to ruthless groups. The church. <laughs> the church. Yeah. Gamble with cool. priests. It makes me think of uh, It's Always Sunny. Yeah, Rickety Cricket. Yeah. That's exactly what I exactly. thought of. Too. Yeah. Uh -huh. Rickety Cricket, Rickety Cricket. Perfect. <laughs> what exactly is the, is the setting of this again? So it is... Yeah, I'm going to read this uh, this first little bit. I'm going to reread what I read earlier and uh, a little bit more just to, to set the scene of where we are. Um, there's a whole bunch of lore in this book. I'm going to leave that to, to you all to explore if you'd like to. 
the first probably like 30 or four, uh, 35 pages or so in the book. I say that, and it's only about 20, but the first 20 pages of the book are just all lore and places and, and maps, if you can even call them that. Um, but yeah, definitely, I definitely encourage you to go take a look at this book. Even if you can just go Google Morkborg art, uh, it's, if, if you like what you see there, please go buy the book. It's amazing. Um, just to leave it on your shelf and have your wife make fun of you for looking at it every week. It's worth it. <laughs> so, the wind from the west, from the sundered land, rot rides it, and the stench of blood. Cursed walker, will you travel there? To the valley of the unfortunate undead? Our young ones are taken by the child thief Turgal, known for his vile crimes and alchemy of flesh. Distances shift paths between places warped as if this pale lightless world possessed a will and bitter life its mercy curdled to wrath over a too long age who are you the grave robber with silver glittering between cracked fingernails the mystic who will bend the world's miserable heart away from its inevitable end most likely it makes little difference no one has seen the sun in years the old care for sacrifice and god offerings the old care more for sacrifice and god offerings than their bawling spawn. Doomsayers are proven right time and again, and embraced by hidden powers. Maybe it's best to surrender, to trust your own instinct and skill rather than the whim of the dice, before all is drowned in welcome silence, life locked and failing in a dark fort. That is the bleak, 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 reality of the world <laughs> that we are going to be playing in um i believe it um the world is uh called tve land tve land which is uh ostensibly an island out in the middle of the endless sea where uh, a bunch of people are just surviving until the world ends there's literally a mechanic in this game that we're going to explore a little bit when we get started um the miseries as they're called um, the two-headed basilisks that have basically become the uh, the prophets of this world with all of their psalms that actually do come true. Um, the calendar of Necrobill, which uh, is a game mechanic where you literally will roll dice. Uh, things will happen based on what the dice rolls are, and after seven miseries, the world literally ends. Uh, and in the book it says, when that happens, you're supposed to burn the book. So... <laughs> What? Uh, says your character? Yeah. Um, <laughs> now you gotta buy it again. Exactly. Says, uh, the seventh misery will always be 7-7, seven, seven, and when the world finally dies, the seventh seal is broken for the seventh and final time. The game and your lives end here. Burn the book. That's bold. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. Tight. It is brutal. Yeah, it sounds fucking epic. Well, I think that's, I think that's what we're gonna wrap up for tonight. Um, Characters have been created. They are ready to die. Um, and I'm excited to see how long they can last. Um, I don't plan on killing them too soon, but uh, that is always up to the dice. So we will see uh, if they're up to the task of surviving more than a few rolls. Sloppy Cricket is ready. Hope we will survive. Thank you all so much for listening to Random Rolls. Hope you enjoyed our shenanigans. If you'd like to hear more of our content, check out our actual playthrough of the Pathfinder 2nd Edition Adventure Path, Abomination Volts. It's floating around the web as Devils, Elves, and Dice. It'd be a huge help if you left some stars and a brief review of us wherever you listen. And uh, don't forget to follow our socials and join our Discord uh, if you're up for it, and uh, we can get filthy together. Adios! Bye-bye! Later! Later.